2: Good evening. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day. Yes, it is. It is Hump Day. We are glad to have you all here with me for tonight's Andrea Kay show. Lots to talk about here tonight, but I've got to open the show tonight. Sending lots of thoughts and prayers and love to my people down in the south from texas by way of texas all the way through uh, the southern louisiana and over into the gulf areas because there is a tropical storm bearing down it's expected to bring hurricane winds as well as up, up to about 15 inches of rain to already flooded streets of new orleans if you've seen any of the images today coming out of the french quarter actually i posted a video on facebook of a man swimming up canals canal street in, in new orleans so if they end up with what some people are expecting, and, you know, oftentimes with these tropical storms and these hurricanes, the weather outlets and news shows, you know, they want to hype it up. They want to bring a lot of eyes to it. They, we've all seen the videos where there's been reporters, uh, you know, in rowboats in two inches of water trying to make it look worse. This actually looks pretty bad. If it Because they're already flooding down there, and now we got another storm coming in. And if it ends up with 20 feet, of what they're expecting it we could see some levees breached and so please join me in sending some prayers down there they haven't evacuated yet but it's looking like it could get ugly and you know it it's been a long time since katrina in some ways by by way of the calendar that was 2005 but there are many areas where they're still rebuilding still in rebuilding mode because after katrina we also had a couple other storms harvey and And others that that came up after it. So anyway, thoughts and prayers for all my loved ones down there. But I love you all here, too, out in California and and beyond if you're listening to tonight's show. If you want to call in, 888-344-1170. The question of the day for you guys is, do you think that Acosta's press conference today, do you think it helped or do you think it hurt President Trump? Clearly, if you're going to, if you are under the gun and you're going to come out and do a do a press conference, the goal is to help the administration and not to hurt. And I will share my thoughts with you guys on that in a little bit. But I really want to hear from you because when I posted that question earlier today on social media, it was mixed reviews from people. Seems like everybody on both sides of the aisle including conservatives and Republicans, have differing opinions on that. And, you know, let's keep it open for everybody to share theirs here. 888-344-1170, my gal Wendy Patrick, who's a legal analyst and trial attorney, will be here to give the legal analysis of it, straight-up legal analysis of the plea deal that Acosta did. But there's also some differing opinions from legal analysts about that. Wendy, what I love about Wendy's analysis is that she always gives both sides. And and so she she gives the straight up good analysis. When I'm looking for somebody to give my political spin of the legalities, that's when I call in my brother Ed Martin. So anyway, um, the man who will take your calls and is also going to keep the show rolling. We've got Wendy, we got to talk about Acosta and the press conference today and what it really means for the Trump administration going forward, because we always like to dig deeper and look at the bigger picture implications of things. We gotta return the conversation too, though, to the invasion that we've got on our southern border and why it's important that President Trump and A.G. Attorney General Barr continue to fight for the citizenship question in the census. We've got to talk about that and other topics at hand. And the man who's gonna keep it all rolling tonight is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks.
3: So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs>
4: I I just want to double down on yes. Thoughts and prayers go out for everyone in the, in the storm area. And is July? Is that normal for New Orleans? Is that when you guys get storms? These
2: are hurricane. This is hurricane season. We are prime in it. In fact, I think Katrina hit August fifth, maybe early August. So yeah, we're in prime. A lot of times, I, I think it's early in the season. This is kind of the beginning stages of the season. Then it kind of rolls in, into November. So yeah, this is prime time because you got you know i'm not a i'm not a weather gal, but you know it's the conditions are right in terms of that heat, the humidity, the storms that tend to happen, you know, and then it congregates over the gulf, and you got all this so yeah, this is prime time for that so um blessed there was one picture i saw as i was going live of this gal going through flooded streets carrying her two babies and the look on her face of horror because she's saying that she can feel things in the water crawling on her as she's trying to rescue her babies you know it it, it's already bad down there so thank you for joining me in prayers for them um i got a question for you dj carrot sticks pop question pop question for all of you what was the name of the labor secretary under obama no idea no idea right so why does everybody know the name of the labor secretary under under Trump? And why was he having to do a press conference today? Right? Should uh, Well, I think most of you who, um, you know, follow politics, y'all know why uh, uh, Labor Secretary Acosta was out there today, why he's embattled. I think it's interesting why we have a former U.S. attorney as a labor secretary. That seems like an odd choice for me. Uh, but nevertheless, we now know who Trump's uh, labor secretary is because – Uh, He is embattled because he is a part of a really sketchy, seemingly sketchy, skeevy miscarriage of justice coming out of Florida involving many girls who were part of a human trafficking, child sex trafficking scheme. And many people today are gnaw boning going, you know what? Well, this came, some people are saying, well, it came up during Trump's, during the confirmation hearings and, you know, uh, he, he got confirmed. So why is this a big deal now? Well, I'll tell you why it's a big deal now and why this was a really big deal for the Trump administration. And it's because back when he ran, when Trump ran as an outsider and got elected in 2016, when people chanted, lock her up, it wasn't meaningless and it wasn't just meant for Hillary Clinton. When they chanted, lock her up and drain the swamp, even before we knew the depths of the corruption at the FBI and the Department of Justice and the way that there, the Department of Injustice and the way that the deep state was weaponized and the way uh, against people for politics and the way that the deep state and the FBI and the Department of Justice was skewed in favor of certain individuals, even, even prior to knowing the extent of it, we knew that there were two legal systems in this country. We knew that there was one set of laws for the elites and one set of laws for the average Joe. But for, and and Acosta, I'm going to talk in a minute about Acosta's press conference, but when it was revealed, that plea deal that came about, no matter how you slice it and dice it, any other Joe, if that was DJ Carrot Sticks that was under investigation and what was revealed about that man, if that was revealed about DJ Carrot Sticks in Florida, does anybody think that this deal would have gone down that way for DJ Carrot Sticks? No. Absolutely not. And that's why it's really important. And, and, and some people, I, I cannot, and I, two things here. I am not, I got, I took some heat today on Twitter because I came out against Acosta today for this press conference because there's a few different ways to evaluate it here. One is from the moral situation. One is from the political standpoint. Both of those, to me, it was a fail today. Morally, because of what happened here and Wendy Patrick's is going to weigh on the, on the legal side of it. But even from a political side, President Trump was elected to drain the swamp and I can't, from a moral standpoint, I am not going to support somebody who I think was a part of a miscarriage of justice that allowed young girls to be victimized and not, and never have their voices heard about it. To me, that rises above politics. I don't care who nominated him. So I'm going to criticize somebody who I think participated in something that was a miscarriage of justice involving children. Some things rise above politics. But I also support President Trump, and I think that the that the best interest of President Trump would be to get rid of this guy, particularly after this press conference, because he did run as the law and order candidate, the one who was going to restore the rule of law in this country. And this was not the rule of law taking place. And I think many people defending Acosta today are defending Acosta because they feel like if they criticize Acosta, they're criticizing President Trump. I think to criticize Acosta is to prop up President Trump and say this is not what President Trump's agenda was about. Getting into some of the specifics. Um, When you evaluate, evaluating his presser for me was kind of like evaluating debates. You got to evaluate how's how's their presentation style? What's their charisma level? What's their content? And are they delivering it in a persuasive style? First of all, as we say in sales, the best close is a good open. This guy lost me at the jump. When he comes out and says, I'm glad the Southern District of New York is going to prosecute this guy based upon new evidence, that was incredibly disingenuous, if not dishonest, because that is to mislead the American people to think that there was absolutely nothing that was a part of any investigation in Florida. That was all dead, and everything involving this new prosecution is brand new and doesn't involve any of the girls and anything that happened in Florida from 2002 to 2005, and that's not true. Is there additional evidence that's brought forth? Yes. From the pornography, from the fact that today this young girl came out and accused him of of physically raping her when she was 14. That is, there is some new accusations. But to imply to the American people that everything involved with this new indictment is new is false. So you lose me when you start out with disingenuousness. Then he goes on to say that to try to set himself up as a hero by saying that they did this deal to prevent the victims from being shamed we've come such a long way in this country since 2006 you know we don't we no longer victim shame when were we victim shaming any victims of child trafficking when did we ever victim shame a child who was raped forcibly raped by an old man show me one court case in which that's happened and oh by the way they were underage at the time which means their name we don't we we don't disclose publicly the names of rape victims in this country particularly not children but let me get this right Acosta you didn't prosecute him for all these crimes that he committed against children and you put him out on the street in 13 months making it possible for him to victimize more children in the name of protecting victims does that make sense to you who's watching that movie if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. And he goes on to say, I swooped in trying to set himself up as a hero. I had to swoop in because the state people weren't going to put him behind bars. I had to put him behind bars. He wasn't behind bars. Does this mean not have Google? He was sent home for 12 hours a day. You think DJ Carrot Sticks would have been home hanging out? Not even Martha Stewart got that deal. Martha Stewart spent six months behind bars. Well, well, and she was in a white collar place, but she didn't get to go home every day. And she wasn't convicted of prostitution, soliciting prostitution from a minor. According to legal authorities today, this deal was not only not the rule of law, not the wheels of justice, not just a, it was unprecedented. That's how irregular it was. I'm not a comma J.D. Wendy Patrick's going to be here in a moment to discuss this and give her view of this. But I'm not going to sit back and not criticize this kind of deal just because he's a Trump appointee. I predict that he's gone. If the goal was to help Trump, I don't think he helped today. I don't know that, and in fact, he gave the Democrats a win because the Democrats wanted this to be about him. They wanted this to be about Trump, not be about this man who's propagated rapes of of girls and recruited others and committed all these horrible acts. So I don't think that this helped Trump at all. In fact, all it did was make me angry at Acosta. But we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Wendy Patrick, legal analyst, trial attorney, get her perspective, and I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. If you think I'm wrong, you think there's no there there with this Acosta, and you think Trump should keep him, fine. I'm curious, uh, you know, let me know your thoughts. We'll be right back. Be sure to follow Andrea K
5: on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page
2: at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Don't let your assets paid off or not. Go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, hatleylawgroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y lawgroup.com. hatleylawgroup.com.
6: Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they were
7: This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Whose retirement are you investing for, yours or your brokers? Now, that might seem like a bit of a silly question, but I hope it's a question that you're asking. Did you know that a lot of brokers and advisors sell products that have fees as high as 3% per year or more? Now, with fees like that, you might be better doing a better job of paying your advisor than yourself as an independent financial planner if you have an IRA or a 401k it's worth making sure that it's working for you and not just for your broker as a financial fiduciary here we use multiple companies and we place your best interest first we explain solutions in clear concise manner and we won't use confusing financial jargon call me for your free consultation if you have questions bring in your statement we'll show you exactly what you're paying in fees I'm the retirement Professor Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526
0: the answer san diego has gone interactive download our free app to get special offers deals and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone
2: let's take a selfie
0: did you hear something that you want to weigh in on download the free the answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device the app is social making you the first to know and respond download the free app today the answer san diego the best conservative coverage in san diego
7: Hi, this is Marty Schneider, host of the Word on Wealth Heard weekdays at 2 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Elder, Kay, Horn, Walsh, and me, Marty Schneider, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego.
0: It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants, you get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales limescale buildup, and leaves you with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap superior water launched their company right here on kcbq over 20 years ago now they're offering the answer water boy discount 500 off any water boy whole house system call 1-800 water boy today for a free estimate and water test the water boy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin the water boy has five star ratings and is maintenance free with the best warranty in the business call 1-800 water boy and ask for the answer water boy discount that's 1-800 water boy or visit superiorwater.com and remember bad water is a serious problem and the water Boy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh-tasting water from every tap. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in
1: a snap. So great water you'll
0: enjoy. Call one eight hundred Water Boy. FM ninety six point one North County AM eleven seventy San Diego. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Acacia. Glad to have you all here with me. The big story today was uh, Alexander, uh, Alex Acosta, Secretary of Labor in his press conference today, addressing the the resounding concerns that people had about his involvement with his plea deal with Epstein. I am not an attorney. I gave you all my perspective, though, Um, at the top of the show and i'm glad to have with me now wendy patrick legal analyst and trial attorney who's here to give her straight up legal analysis of the situation hey wendy welcome back to the show
8: oh with a pleasure andrea all
2: right so there are people that are saying this was the wheels of justice this is just uh what happens with prosecutors that they've got to you know make tough decisions at times to offer plea deals Um, Because you don't necessarily know that you're going to get a win in court. And other people are saying, hey, wait a second. This was not just had irregularities. This was unprecedented. In fact, this guy violated federal law in certain ways by not even including the victims. What's your perspective here?
8: Well, I'll tell you what, Andrea, I wish I knew more about it. And when I heard about the press conference today, all of us thought, finally, we're going to have some answers. We're going to get a behind-the-scenes look. But Alex Acosta really can't give us that. I mean, there's an active prosecution, thankfully, going on right now. Um, against Mr. Epstein for similar charges, maybe for some of the same conduct. You look at sort of the date range. So he's probably very hamstrung, and I wish he'd done a better job of explaining this, of revealing what went on behind the scenes, Uh, I almost want to say 12 years ago. It seems like it was so long ago, 2008. But the time just flies. But we didn't have those answers that we would have wanted to see. Now, we don't usually get this kind of drama out of the Labor Department. So many people were really surprised that he actually stepped up and did this to begin with. But, Andrew, you and I know why he did it. It was getting out of control. The court of public opinion was going wild. So the fact that he really didn't deliver the answers that many people are seeking, that the victim's are seeking Mm -hmm. was really telling, and it really has everything abuzz right about now, thinking, well, he should have gone farther, it shouldn't have been so clinical, so antiseptic. Uh, He probably himself wants a do-over in order to focus not so much on the technicalities of who knew what when but maybe deliver a little bit of substance and at the very least more sympathy and more empathy for the victims.
2: yeah you know um one of the things i talked about in the open was you know, kind of evaluating a press conference is kind of like a debate you know what's their what's how's their personal affect their their charisma their content and their persuasiveness uh he came across as passionate about the of victims as me getting invited to go eat sushi. Okay, that just you ain't, you ain't gonna get no passion out of me over that. I mean, he came across as <laughs> completely flaccid. To me, he, you know, I said also in sales, we say the best clothes is a good open. He opened to me with a disingenuous, blatantly disingenuous, if not dishonest statement with, oh, I'm so glad they're prosecuting in New York with all this new evidence. You know, um, it may be an ongoing investigation, but to try to mislead people into thinking that there was absolutely nothing. Left over from Florida involved in this prosecution isn't exactly accurate. In fact, we understand that there was an investigative journalist from the Miami Herald as well as Mike Cernovich. What happened was those two together with Mike Cernovich filing a lawsuit is what got the, the plea deal opened up shed the the light of day on it. And that's what got the Southern District of New York to start looking at him again. So it is part of the Florida. So for him to just to come out and say that it's all new, you know, was really just not a good way to start. And I think it went downhill from there. And my question for you also that troubled me is he's trying to act as though, he, he by not prosecuting this man he was protecting victims who otherwise would have been shamed because back in 2006 we just as a country you know shamed every child who was a victim of sex trafficking and to me that doesn't reflect 2006 in my mind in terms of what we were doing to rape victims in this country you know this ain't 1954 anymore that really rung hollow to me and a really bad excuse your thoughts
8: yeah, no, he definitely, we all have a visceral reaction to what we saw today, and you got to wonder whether his handlers are telling him, hey, you got to go back out there and do it completely different. You've got to do a 180. First of all, uh, sex trafficking victims are not prostitutes. Everybody says that. I think Acosta even acknowledged that today. But one of the other things is, it's true, we just had the Me Too revolution, but you're also correct that back in 2006, we certainly recognized how serious this conduct was. Many of us were involved in uh, trying cases like this back then. It that long ago. So you wonder how involved Acosta really was. Now, he's probably not at liberty to give us the answers we want and to shed some light on. Well, why? What kind of fact? Because that would compromise an ongoing investigation. And for some of these victims, justice delayed does not have to be justice denied. But query whether it could be if he shared too much evidence that might tip off defense Mm -hmm. attorneys, others on what's actually going on behind the scenes. But he didn't say that, Andrea. And I think you're absolutely right. It's easy for us and second guess and pull apart what was very lawyerly and very clinical, but it wasn't enough. So will he come back and actually give some of the victims some of the more emotional type of information, or will he at least acknowledge why he's unable to go into the kinds of facts that might make better understand what went on back in 2008 and why the victims weren't notified? We don't have the answers to those questions that many were hoping we heard today, so it's impossible to analyze. And I tell you, you know, I see people on TV all the time they're either coming to some medical diagnosis, psychiatric diagnosis or legal analysis without knowing enough of the background facts to allow us to do that. We wish we knew more from this press conference, but unfortunately, we didn't get that. Will there be a do-over? We'll wait and see, because public reaction to what we saw today certainly hasn't been positive.
2: Yeah, if the goal today was to try to tamp down all the hysteria over him and the and the, and the Democrats trying to make the story be about evil Trump and his Secretary of Labor, I don't think he, he, he didn't mitigate any damages against Trump today. He did, he did more damage. First, do no harm. If you can't go out and know that you're going to do this Press conference and knock it out of the park and secure a win for President Trump. Then you stay silent, or you resign and say, "You know what? I'm confident in what I did as part of Florida and and, and that plea deal. However, I don't want to distract from my president, of the United States, and what and, and his agenda and what we're doing for this incredible economy. So I'm going to step aside. Uh, that is, he should have either shut up or resigned, in my opinion. Because uh, one of the things I do think that was interesting that was revealed is that uh, conservatives for the past two days have been coming up with all kinds of. Excuses on his behalf. He was pressured by higher ups. Uh, the Obama Justice Department made him do it. He actually dispelled that today. And said that there was nothing on the part of the Department of Justice or any higher-ups that affected anything that was done in Florida, whether or not that's true or not. Uh, and, and if that w- was true and he was pressured from higher-ups, then that made everything that he said today in the press conference a lie. So, you know, I'm always troubled when Republicans are see a, a, a Republican elected official do something wrong, like John Roberts. He must have been blackmailed. That must be the reason why he gave Obama Obamacare. No, maybe he just did the wrong thing, okay? Maybe that's what happened here.
8: Yeah, and and I gotta tell you my my focus really is on and my hearts and prayers are with those victims. Yes. You know, it is so hard to come forward when you have been victimized in this way and one of the things the cost is coming under fire for is acknowledging saying, hey you know victims please come forward that is easier said than done and delayed disclosure is more the, the rule than the exception it is enormously traumatic mm-hmm. to go through something like this to begin with but to have the courage to step up and actually report it even if others are that is so difficult so it is not on the victims to come forward it mm-hmm. is what's going on now is there's investigation the you, you know the police are reaching out and they're, they're doing what what probably was being done back then and those are some of the answers that it, everybody wishes they had is why wasn't the investigation simply continued back then but yeah. my heart's in prayer just with these victims that are watching television just like the rest of us and unfortunately reliving some of it the only saving grace they have is that in the current prosecution taking place that they will be afforded their day in court and the justice they deserve
2: yeah because uh, some people said well maybe there's a double standard we'll know that this is the the Epstein was never charged federally so he he does not does not have the benefit of of double jeopardy we know that the victims were upset that he was not prosecuted many of them have said that at this point so that's another reason why i think it was a bad judgment call on acostas part to come out today and act like he was he he didn't prosecute to benefit the victims because he did not he did not disclose to them and I, and this is supposedly he violated federal law um, by um, not notifying the victims ahead of time and giving them an opportunity to respond. I don't know if that's true or not because I'm not a, a federal prosecutor. Um, <laughs> what they're
8: talking about is the Crime Victims' Right Act, um, and it's in 18 U.S.C. 3771, and it basically talks about the, the victim's right to be um, notified about public proceedings, um, also the right to be informed in a timely manner of any plea bargain or deferred prosecution agreement. Now, what, what Acosta was saying is, well, there's a reason they didn't do that. But again, you know, for whatever reason, whatever constrictions he's under, he didn't, he didn't disclose what we thought he would. I actually was frankly, amazed that he said he was going to do a press conference, given that there's an, a pending investigation. Oh. But of course, you know, he's now a labor secretary. He has a whole new job. But Andrea, as has been pointed out and as, as we've all been discussing, it involves overseeing cases potentially of human trafficking, which is yeah. what this is. Yeah. So there's as we move forward with this current prosecution, obviously, people are talking a lot more about Epstein and, and who knew him and, and you know, he w- he's gone, thankfully, from jet to jail mm-hmm. uh, and probably will stay there for a significant amount of time unlike the 18 months, I think he only served 13 and, and he did the work release program 12, 12 hours a day, six days a week. I have a feeling it's going to be very difficult, very more, uh, very different this time. He's facing potentially 45 years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of investigations. There's a lot of heat. There's a lot of scrutiny. And again, mm-hmm. those victims are, are going to hopefully have their, their day in court and be able to achieve a measure of justice. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier. Like I said, they, they, they don't have the, the courage to come forward. Uh, lots of times if you have a rich and powerful man that's the defendant they they worry they're not going to be believed so that's understandable why they didn't I just hope now they get some measure of
2: justice absolutely because you're right I mean it's it's uh, if you saw the interview with that gal who's now um, in much much older I don't know exactly how old she was today she was 14 at the time in which she says that she, she was forcibly raped I mean the pain that she still carries and to go forward I thought how brave she was to do that interview because
8: but maybe, you know what she said too is she just is so regretful that she didn't say anything sooner That is so much pressure on her. Everybody understands how hard it is, how traumatic it is. And my heart just goes out to her when I heard the emotion in her voice when she was describing how she felt.
2: So for them to come forward and to not get their day in court, they were re-victimized. And I I hope, prayers to all the victims out there, and hopefully, and we also don't know how many he he victimized uh, between jail and his recent arrest. Wendy Patrick, thank you for being here. You always bring great legal analysis to the show, and uh, hopefully you be back as this story progresses always a pleasure thanks Andrea thanks honey have a good night all right now we're gonna take a skinny little break when we come back we're gonna shift gears we're gonna kind of still keep it on the DOJ legal thing because we got to talk about the census because Trump says he ain't given up on getting the citizenship question in the census and my next guest is here to explain why that is so important and he's actually got a little bit different take on it that I've heard from other people so stay tuned we're gonna talk about that when we come back
10: After two back surgeries and a shoulder surgery, I sleep on a duck's bed. No more aching when I get up now. Pain gone. Larry Elder here. Everett Stuns, San Diego's only supplier of the extraordinary Duck's Bed, is dedicated to helping you enjoy the highest level of comfort possible. For over six decades, Everett Stuns has become home of the world's finest mattresses, bedding, and bath linens, down pillows, and comforters. And right now is the perfect time to spoil yourself with some real luxury at the Everett Stuns Summer Linen Sale. Save twenty percent off all bed and bath linen and bedding products. Twenty off all fine european linens down pillows and comforters that's 20 percent off their entire collection including online and custom orders shop the summer sale now only at everett stuns where one visit is worth thousands of luxurious nights on gerard next to harry's coffee shop in la jolla or online at everettstuns.com everettstuns.com
0: Steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join
5: the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
1: There may be danger lurking behind your house's electrical panel, and you may not even know it. You need to call Romo with ER Electric. Over the two decades ER Electric has been in business, they've seen far too many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards in their electrical panel. You see, over time, corrosion can wear out your panel's components, causing electricity to arc when the circuit becomes overloaded. That means next time you run the microwave and the toaster at the same time, you won't trip the breaker, potentially starting a fire. For a limited time, E.R. Electric is offering free panel inspection and tune-ups when you mention the word radio. When you call E.R. Electric, you'll talk to Romo directly, and he'll put you and your family's safety ahead of profits. So call today and give your home a clean bill of health. Call 858-877-8229, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. E.R. Electric, 858-877-8229.
0: 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer You're listening
5: to somebody who tells it like it is Andrea K on The Answer San Diego
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have y'all here with me. You know what? Just because this Epstein story is broken and everybody's all talking about that, it's like a shark feeding frenzy it doesn't mean that we can take our eye off the off the ball of the huge issue, and the Democrats would love that, right They would love us to stop thinking about the fact that we still have an invasion an incursion at our southern border. we still have millions and millions of illegal aliens in this country. and I think it was today California went ahead and made it uh, put it into effect that they're going to give health care to illegals in the state of California. So we have got to do everything that we can to support pre- President Trump and his agenda and that includes. Hopefully, them getting the citizenship question finally put on the census, and here to discuss why that's super important, is Jim Simpson. He is author of The Red-Green Axis 2.0, An Exident, Existential Threat to America and the World, Refugees, Immigration, and the Agenda to Erase America. Ooh, that's a mouthful, but it says it all, doesn't it? Welcome to the show, Jim Simpson.
11: Hey, Henry, great to be with you. I think, actually, you're conflating two separate books. Oh, the first okay. one. The first one was the Red-Green Axis, Refugee's Integration and the Agenda to Erase America. And the second one is Red-Green Axis 2.0, Existential Threat to America and the World. Yeah, so there's two books.
2: That's right. Well, two of many, because you've also got The Patriot's Handbook, A Practical Guide to Restoring Liberty, Red Unions, How and Why Union Leaders Betray Their Country. And you're also a writer at Breitbart, Daily Caller, Washington Times. I mean, you are just kind of everywhere. Mr. Simpson. So I'm glad to have you here with me tonight. All right, so why is it that, um, and, and from what I understand, and you can update us if you've got any latest breaking on uh, the attempts to get the citizenship question in the census, but I think it's important. I don't know that many Americans really understand why that's so important, Jim.
11: Well, it's it's actually critical. You know, the, the left's effort to uh, take this country can be described in three words. Demographics is destiny. And that is the title of a memo that some very prominent leftists wrote to some very prominent leftist funders, like, for example, George Soros, to describe how, through this open borders agenda, they would be able to ultimately just take America... Because they would have enough voters, enough supporters, enough people who don't understand and don't care about American tradition, laws, and culture that it's game over. And so they have been working assiduously to bring in a, a million legal permanent residents a year since the 1980s. Most people aren't aware of that. And 85% of those have nothing to do with employment. They are family reunification, mm-hmm. which is a polite way of saying chain migration. So, yeah. Uh,
2: well, one of the things that you, you uh, have also done is you've... I don't know why I'm still hearing people talk about... I've been here for 20 years. There's 11 million illegals here. Well, there, we got to be about 30 million at this point.
11: Yeah. No, I, I, used, the, I used 30 million. There was actually a Harvard study... Last year, that um, estimated between 16 and 35 million. Mm -hmm. I I think it's easily 30 million. And uh, there have been earlier studies. There was one done in 2005 by Bear Stearns, which found that at that time there were 20 million. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, Bear Stearns was a, was a, a, a financial organization that was very professional, unlike the Census Bureau, which is a bunch of bureaucrats who will uh, it, it just plug the numbers, say the same thing over and over again. Well, um,
2: I want to make sure people understand what the census is about, what it does. because okay. And let me back up well, to that, because what a lot of people sure. don't understand as well is, uh, we had the citizenship question in the census up until Obama, right? So yeah. there's a very well, specific, didn't we?
11: Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it was taken out, or exactly when they stopped using it. To be honest with you,
2: well, I that read that it was during the. Question. I read that it was during the Obama administration, and given your points that I've read here as to what this means in terms of giving the Democrats power, that would make sense if true. Yes, so,
11: it does. That makes a lot of sense.
2: So, yes, explain yes. to everybody what the purpose of the census is and what it will mean for us if we don't have the citizenship question in there.
11: Okay, so. When when we take the census, we figure out how many people there are in this country and where they live, and that determines a whole bunch of things. The biggest is reapportionment, where they decide how many uh, congressional districts should go in a given state based on the populations, and if they include illegal aliens, most improve mass in cities that are largely Democrat-controlled, that means that there will conceivably be many more Democrat, uh, safe Democrat congressional seats showing up after the 2020 census is completed and the apportionment is completed. So that's one huge reason that they want it, because... They can get more seats out of it. Mm -hmm. If they don't, if they include illegal aliens who are becoming a a huge proportion uh, of our population, they will get many more uh, Democrat-safe congressional
2: seats. Right. And that's That's power. and that's power. And the left is trying to sell us that these illegals deserve representation. Tell they don't deserve representation any more than they deserve free health care. The the yeah. fact that 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 we have gone down the road to where the Democrats have Americans convinced that illegals in this country deserve rep, represent deserve anything. It's just it's astounding to me. But these yeah. are. You know, it's like would you would you think that if you came home from vacation and some squatters had come in and taken over your house? I mean, would you feel like they deserve to be able to live in your home and eat all your food? It doesn't make sense that, but that well,
11: you know, it, 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 it's the left's way of negotiating. You know, uh, they start with an absolutely insane premise, which is that illegals, okay deserve health care, deserve, deserve all these other things. We know they don't deserve any. They don't deserve to be here. right? And they should be immediately sent back. Uh, do not yeah. <laughs> stop. Do not collect $200. Immediately go to jail or immediately go back home, period. That's what our immigration laws say. You stop where the law tells you to stop. But the Democrats say, well, okay, so well no maybe not free health care. Or maybe just a little less free health care. They mm-hmm. they edge back to make something slightly less extreme seem reasonable by comparison. But my 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 uh, uh, comparison to that is a bunch of robbers coming to my house and saying, well we're going to take your house, we're going to take your jewelry, we're going to take your belongings, we're going to take everything you own, we're going to leave. And I said, well, well no, no, you can't do that. That's against the law. I said, all right, we'll compromise with you. We'll just take the jewelry
8: and the TV yeah. set. Yeah. How's that? You that know? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it's what's issue. happening.
2: Before it, I, it is. Before I let you go, there a couple of points that I want people to understand that I didn't know either until I, I read your, your um a, a excerpt from you today is that not uh, illegal aliens are providing Democrats with massive advantage advantages in elections. And here's a couple points that yeah. people don't necessarily know. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are voting. We have illegals voting yeah. in this country. Yes, but also your second point is that illegals who don't vote are being recruited by the thousands to help register yeah. and get out the vote of Hispanics who legally can yeah. vote, but are don't and so they're like being no, community no. organizers they're part of the get yes. out the vote campaign and yes. number three your your point is if included in the decennial census they skew the population count Well we've already talked about in terms of um uh, the yeah. their effect on our, our process yes. but i didn't yes. know that illegals were being used as part of the get out the vote campaign i mean that oh, big I, I sh- time. yeah
11: big time in texas in arizona there was a uh, phoenix arizona a left-wing uh, hispanic mayor won And he basically used 70,000 illegal aliens as a ground army to go out and uh, organize for him. But there's a third thing, too. (laughs) These cities push and push and push to get everybody counted in the census because the amount of people that they have living in their uh, city geography determines how much money they get from the federal government. Mm -hmm. So if they include illegals, they're going to get that much more money from the federal government for things like welfare and health care and all all the other things that the cities and states uh, depend on the federal government to receive. Mm -hmm. And so that's a huge incentive. You've got to remember, this money is all going into Democrat-controlled cities.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's frightening. It's unfortunate that it's gotten – it continued – we had both houses of Congress and a Republican president uh, going into 2017, oh. and yet the problem is worse than ever, and uh, President Trump can't do it all on his own. And so hopefully uh, we'll get the census, censor, cens, citizenship question in the census. And then yeah, hopefully we'll, yeah. we'll get some actual um, deportations happening with ICE. And then hopefully we'll also yeah. get some laws changed where we're in this nonsense and people can no longer see, ask, request asylum here that they have to do it somewhere else. And that will go a long way. And we just need to we need to start deportations. And we also yeah, I, I would absolutely. also love final thought here. I, I would also love to see Trump do an executive order ending birthright citizenship and let him fight it in the courts. I think that and would that go a long way. Just-
11: so critical. Yep. yep.
2: Jim Simpson. Uh, yeah, I
11: can go on about that for a good hour.
2: Well, we'll have to have you back and have you on as a regular because uh, you just have so much wisdom, and I appreciate you being here tonight.
11: Well, thank you so much for having me,
2: All right. Take good care. Now, we're going to take a skinny little break. we come back, we got a couple other, we got a couple interesting pop culture stories to tell you. There's a new parent coach out there, DJ Carrot Sticks. And we got to talk about that, and a couple other topics. There was also a win. Speaking of courts, Trump had a win today in the Ninth Circuit. We got to talk about that.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay, spelled K A Y E.
2: Oh, yes,
7: yes, yes! Oh, where
3: have you been?
2: If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite
7: an experience.
3: <laughs>
7: I can breathe! I can breathe! Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is
2: a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. <laughs> Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep.
9: Oh, that's the best
1: night I've had in years.
5: In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better.
9: Hey, this is G.J. Carrot Sticks, the producer of The Andrea Case Show, here to tell you about some of the specials going on at Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio this summer. Come check out the Alpha wood-fired ovens and prep tables and save up to $500 on your purchase. Make everything from pizza to prime rib in your own backyard. And if low and slow is more your thing, then listen up. Mention The Answer San Diego and get a free bag of hardwood cooking pellets with any new pellet grill purchase. Choose from Traeger or Green Mountain Grill. And your only stop on the way home is the butcher for that thick, juicy sirloin. Don't want to miss the game inside while your steak is cooking out back? Both Green Mountain Grill and Traeger offer Wi-Fi models, which lets you monitor your grill and the temperature of your food from your phone using the mobile app. The Warm Hearth is your backyard summer headquarters. Located on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Check them out online at Warm Fireplace and Patio That's Warm Hearth Fireplace and Patio
3: Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in broadly higher. Nasdaq a new all time high, and the S and P topped three thousand for a while after having hearing that the Fed remains a friend. So the S and P is up about fifty percent from two thousand. In the past five years, Powell repeated the party line to the House financers, but also she appeared to be seeking a way to cut rates and save face and independence for the Fed. Well, the Treasury 10 steady at 206. Seem to say he'll find a way. Oil prices ratchet up 230 to 60 a barrel. Storm worries in the Gulf of Mexico. Anadarko's already shut down four platforms. And low level China talks resume. Disney and the other three big theme park companies all report sharply higher traffic. San Diego based WT40 up 9% on a beat. As Levi down 12% on guidance. Costco, June sales up 7.5%. Tesla up 4% to boost production. Bill Holland with The Answer on the day on Wall Street.
0: FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer.
3: A.K., Dynamite and Address,
5: or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know, some days the sun just shines on some people, DJ Carrot Sticks. And you, in fact, brought me this story. Carrot Sticks comes into the studio uh, before we go live, and he's like, did you hear about the dude? He went over Niagara Falls, and he survived with non-life-threatening injuries. We, it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, carrot Sticks, when we were watching before the show, like a little documentary series about a couple that, remember, they had gone over in this specially, you know, designed, like, barrel thing. And, it
4: got stuck underneath the, right. the... It was getting pounded by the water.
2: Right, right, right. This dude, they see this dude sitting on some rocks at the bottom, and he's, like, barely a scratch.
4: I guess, you know, the reverse of when it's time, your time to go, it's your time. To it was not his time to go.
2: Yeah. Heck yeah. How can you know what? If I, if I were that dude, I'd immediately go and buy like a mega millions ticket because this is the kind of dude that's going to win the mega millions.
4: Well, I hopefully he gets some help because they said he climbed over the railing on, you know, he didn't fall over. He climbed over that railing. So oh, he, So it might have been like help. a
2: suicide attempt. Oh, well, that's sad. Okay. Well, yeah. He gets a
4: second chance. Well, yeah, he
2: gets a second chance, and then he gets to realize, you know what? The Lord said, "No, you're not done. No, 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 no." Um, here's a question for you, DJ Carrots. We didn't have smartphones when we were kids, but we had, we had, we had pagers. We had what? Pagers. We yeah, we we had video games. You know, at my house, so there were things to distract kids when we were growing up. We had TV. There's phones. always been
4: things to distract kids. Back in the day they had the little wheel with the stick, you know, go down the street with it.
2: We yeah, we had slinkies, we had sticks, we had baseball. we had all kinds of things to distract kids. Well, but evidently now there's a new um a new gig for you, DJ Carrot Sticks, if you want a moonlight. There's a new type of parenting coach that's becoming popular. And the New York Times reported they're help they're out there to help you parents raise your child to be phone free. Here's I I you know, they're they're charging, I think um, $80 an hour or $250 an hour in some places. I got a tip for y'all. My dad could have done it for a lot less because my dad knew how to raise a phone-free You know, home. He would come and say, get off the phone. And if I wouldn't get off the phone, he'd just take the phone away from me and hang it up and tell me to go to my room. We had phones back in the day. They weren't smartphones. But-
4: so what are these... Coaches do, they grab them out of their hands or something?
2: No, they, they're basically consultants to parents, and they give parents recommendations, uh, such as movement. Like, tell your child to go play, okay, or painting. Three, this isn't, ins- <laughs> it's no different now. Why this, Why would any parent now need coaching to do what our parents did back in the day? My, my, it, it, my dad would say, you've been on the phone long enough, get off the phone.
4: Too many parents nowadays want to be their kids' friends. Right. That's what it is.
2: When my brother loved cartoons, I wasn't a cartoon kid. I don't like anything animated. You know, it's got to be real, a real person. You know, I'm watching on TV. at By about 9 o'clock in the morning, my dad would say, "Get turn off." he would go turn off the TV, tell my brother, you're not going to sit here and watch cartoons anymore. You need to go out and play. So, you know, the problem isn't the kids and their phones, DJ Carrot Sticks. The problem is, is I think the parents today are coming, are, w- what we've got is coming out of generations, that were some of the first generations of parents that wanted to be liked by their kids.
4: Oh yeah, big time.
2: Kids that were raised where everybody got a participation trophy, they got told no, they didn't get told no. I think there's something about the parents today that's the problem.
4: I definitely agree. And, you know, like you said, we've always had those things. If it wasn't a Game Boy, then it was you know, Walkman. Walk, we've always had these devices. So it's the parenting that style that needs help.
2: There's always been devices. There's always been toys. There's always been different ways to distract. There's always been kids that didn't want to get any exercise, that wanted to stay inside too much. Is it worse today? Yeah, but I think the problem is the parents. There is no need for a child to have a smartphone. If you want to be able to communicate with your kid to pick up and delivery for school or whatever, then, you know, give them a phone and ability to text. It does not have to be smart.
4: Yeah, totally. And you can program, you can program phones to only have certain numbers like emergency, like 911 and then family and stuff like that. like you said, it doesn't have to be a smartphone.
2: Yeah. I think part of the problem is the, the parents use the phones and the devices as a way to have them be a babysitter. And then they got a problem with the kid. And then it's like, oh snap! Now what do we do? It's kind of like when you when you raise your baby and you start feeding them, you know, too much, you know, crap food, and then they get to be thirteen and they've never eaten a vegetable and they're they're too heavy now. It's like it's hard when your kid's never eaten anything but pop tarts. Which and was kind of my childhood. Thing,
4: the other thing too is no matter what it is, I think it's good to set rules and enforce them as a parent to show that there's consequences if you don't follow certain rules. That that helps the kid later on in life.
2: Yeah yeah so you know we do have a problem with kids using too much advice, particularly getting uh addicted to gaming and I saw a documentary that these these software engineers specifically designed these games in a way to tap into the to the neural processes of the brain i'm not saying it correctly to get them addicted, and it actually has the same result in the brain the same response as a drug. And so I think I think the parents need to be more responsible out the jump and to prevent a problem with their kid with the devices versus having to hire a coach, you know, uh, to come and tell them to, what, or put their kid in therapy, which is happening a lot of places. Um, uh, good news, though, today in terms of the Ninth Circuit. The Senate confirms Trump's appointment to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. It fell upon a party line. Um, but that's just one more... Uh, Republican that's going to be on the Ninth Circuit. And this is really huge because the Ninth Circuit has done so much uh, to hijack our country and to push, uh, uh, to legislate from the bench and push forth the liberal agenda. So, you know what? There's many conservatives out there that aren't totally thrilled with Trump. Well, you know what? If nothing else, his court appointees from the Supreme Court and down are a reason to continue to support our president. We're going to be right back here tomorrow night, Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Have a great night.